Do you feel like you like Pretty Woman? I Asian love Pretty version Woman. Of pretty, the, the oh, Asian the comedian movie? version of Pretty Woman. <laughs> oh, are you calling me a prostitute? Oh. I mean, being in the entertainment industry is sort of like being a prostitute. <laughs> Who's my daddy? I guess Tony or Joe Rogan? Duh! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax your eye, ready now. Why you make studios? It's the Danny Brown Show. We about to get live. Let's go. It's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax your eye, ready now. Why you make studios? It's the Danny Brown Show. We about to get live. Let's go. Yo, yo, what's up? Live from motherfucking Austin, Texas at Wild May Studios. It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy, Danny Brown. I got my dog with me. I got Hans with me today, motherfucking. What's up, guys? Hans, Kim, and this motherfucking man. <laughs> dog, you showed up on a Vespa. <laughs> I didn't know you drove a Vespa, man. It's fuel efficient. I mean, I know that. Every Listen, everything is cool. There's one point in time in my life I was like, as I told you, I don't, I'm not really good at driving cars and shit. So I was like, you know, maybe I should get me a Vespa. And maybe so I looked around. I mean, Vespas are expensive. I mean, you got some yeah. vintage old school shit. Yeah, I mean, if you want to buy a good one, but it's like better than a shitty car that you could get at but the same But do you price. feel safe on the road? Yeah. You're driving your Vespa. I mean, it's illegal to kill me. You don't have a car, you just drive number Vespa. I have a van. Oh yeah, so yeah. That's that's what I have a van I used to live in and I don't want to drive. Yeah, that I know. Around. That's a, that's see, that's the thing that was giving me. I remember the whole shit about you living in the van. Nah. That's what I'm saying. You gotta tell people this kind of shit when they you know what I'm saying? I feel like I know you enough. You know, I see you at Kill Tony's and shit. And you should just be like, you know, Danny, I drive a Vespa. You know what I'm saying? You can't just pull up <laughs> on people like and a... shock them and shit with, with shit like that. What you know am what I, saying? a child molester? No, like it's just... door to door? It's just one of those things. It's just like, uh, I thought you was going to show up in the van you lived in. <laughs> this nigga going to pull up on a Vespa with a Vespa. But the thing is, this nigga got a, uh, a Jet League motorcycle jacket on. Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's more intense than the the Vespa I, I, I ride around in. No, that's what I'm saying. That's the crazy part about it. I want to be safe, you know, like, I want to oh, just, like, have all the I'm going to tell you like this, man. Motherfuckers in Austin don't know how to drive. Yeah. No, because I feel like everybody not from here. Yeah. So everybody fucking looking at their phone, figuring out where to go. <laughs> it's not necessarily that they can't drive. Everybody just don't know where the fuck they going. Yeah. So if you got a whole city of motherfuckers that don't know where they're going, and, and the motherfuckers that's from here, they don't even, they just... Homeless. They just use public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> the only the people that actually imagine if that was a real thing. The only people that actually really from Austin is just the homeless people we see on the street. And that's why you think they look at us like these motherfuckers took over our land. It's like some real yeah. fucked up uh, They're like all the right, Indians. Man, so, uh you went to kill Tony last night? Yeah. You had a good time? Yeah, I had a blast. It was bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, did you pull out? Did you pull up with something? No, I you have a girlfriend. You still living in a van? No, I have a home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a house. A house? Yeah. You got roommates and shit? Uh, yeah, I got two roommates, Brian Simpson. Oh, fire, fire. Yeah. Brian and, was on the show? 
That's nice. Up. Yeah, I saw him on here. Oh, y'all niggas living together? Oh, yeah. shit. That <laughs> shit is the reality show in the making. I know. Who else? Hassan Ahmad. He's a Bangladeshi comedian. Oh, very shit. funny. Very fly. Y'all niggas got motherfucking um, the real world in Austin right now. <laughs> going on between three. Y'all, man, we, why y'all ain't got no... Yo, we need... The streets need this content, man. I know. They don't want to do it. But what's that... But what is going on? Um, y'all niggas just be sticking to yourselves and shit, and just be everybody else. Or y'all niggas really be like congregating and like really hanging out like homies and shit, like really living together. Yeah, we're trying. We're making an effort as much as three autistic people can. And Brian ain't autistic. He watches anime. That's that is the one. But I feel like that's um. See, cause me, that's like you know, I think that's just like some niggas, man, like. When you come from a place that's like so gangster sometimes, and he's like from Baltimore, like all that shit. Like sometimes it's like niggas just want to escape, man, and be like, man, I just want to get the furthest away from that shit I can possibly get. And I feel like that's what it was for me for a lot of Asian shit. So I feel people. like, yeah. What do you mean? I'm, ha- I'm, I'm a quarter Filipino. Oh, nice. You didn't know that? No. I, told, I think I told you that. <laughs> my grandma's Filipino. My dad... Um, my grandma nigga born and raised in the Filipino. Her dad was the fucking police sergeant in Manila. Wow, those are like, like the, the most gangster Asians. Nigga, my uncle got speared. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been, I ain't been, I keep talking about this story. I think, I don't know, man. Look, one thing I do say is um, before my life is over with, I have to go to Manila and just, you know, experience what, what my grandma, you know. Actually, my grandma, you know, you know, she's older at this point in her life, so. She's at the time, she's like, man, she she kind of really want to go back and just yeah. get her shit together. But so I'm just trying to like, you know, get my shit together. To together. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't. To send like her drugs. back. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Huh? They'll kill you if you're a drug user over there. Yeah, I know that. And that's that's was always her thing. Um I will um that was one thing about me, um, because I was the first I was the first child my, my mom had. So um I would go live with my grandma, Filipino grandma, who was a fucking hoarder too. <laughs> like I swear to God, she would go to like um like just just to give you like some context about her, like she's the type of person who would go to like a salvation army type of situation. And she'll just buy the stove out. Like she do you think she balling? Like buying shit she don't need. Just buying shit, buying shit, buying shit. And then before you anything that she feels like a deal, she cop it. If she need it or not. My grandma had that mentality. So before you know, she just had her house was just filled up <laughs> with just so much shit. But her intentions in the beginning was that she was always going to send this shit back to the Philippines. Yeah. To her people's and shit. <laughs> like a toaster. But I guess she got lazy somewhere with sending the boxes. You know, she's like, man, you know, I'm living life in America and shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time to be sending shit. And then before you know it, shit just started piling up. So she became like an ill hoarder. I remember one time, man. It was like so much shit in my grandma's house, like just mountains of like clothes and sh- and then, but she lived in like a really fucked up neighborhood and it was like mice and shit just jumping out of shit like. <laughs> Nigga, my grandma was on the news one time for being a hoarder. She was a hoarder, but you know she was in a neighborhood that it was it was pretty much a dying neighborhood. Like now, if you go to that neighborhood, it's not like one house on a block. At the time when she was living in that neighborhood, it was only probably like three houses on the block. But it was like a small, it's like a little small block. It was like three houses on this block, and it was like a store across from it. You know, when it was thriving, you know, eventually, you know, everything happened, market crashes, and 
Everybody lost their houses and shit. Detroit got fucked up. You know, she lost her shit too. You know what I'm saying? But it was one point in time where she worked so much. You know, she worked at the cleaners selling clothes and shit. And she worked so much. Motherfuckers was just... And then she was living in a predominantly black neighborhood. Yeah. Non-Filipino. Yeah. I mean, it's Detroit. (laughs) And then no one was living with her. Yeah. So she was living by herself. She worked a lot. So she was just like the target for like motherfuckers (laughs) just breaking her house. It's the Salvation Army outlet. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking they coming up on shit, but they just getting random Salvation Army goods. (laughs) Why would you risk jail time for... But they didn't know that nigga, I swear to God. So we got to the point like her house was getting breaking into every day, like kind of shit. Where there was like a story. Like, I remember that shit. The news, I'm like, man, your grandma on the news tonight. She on the news. <laughs> I had to sit there and watch my grandma, oh, which no. was a shocking, like, sad ass story. Now that I she think about have it, like, this is, these, are, these are the type of memories that I lock in the back of my brain and I don't ever want to bring them up. But yeah, man. Because I'm was, Asian? You, it made you yeah. think of it? Cause you tried to test my Asian shit, but that's what I'm trying to tell you about. That's what I'm trying to talk about your ass. You gonna pull up on a motherfucking Facebook? Yeah, it's practical. I'm not trying to look cool. I'm just trying to be practical, efficient. Asians, man, <laughs> y'all niggas is the illest niggas, man. It's closest to aliens, man. Yeah. Do you know that you're closest to the fucking aliens? Like, well, it's I'm not happy a good to thing. have a little bit in me. That's why I'm an ill. You think if I was just black, I would be fire like that? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I love black people. Black yeah. people are fire. Michael Jordan, Biggie, Tupac. But in all of them, see, people you name and they got like ill, other ill black shit in them. Well, everyone's mixed now, especially in America. I mean, I want to find a person that's actually like African-American fully. <laughs> like an African <laughs> supremacist? No, no, I'm just saying. I don't think that exists. A person that's actually 100% African American. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd it's, be hard. No, I mean, it's not your choice. If no, you're slave it's master. about to, like in a minute. It might be after a while. Yeah. Where a person, like their whole shit was just only based in America. They literally, it, no, it has to exist now. Yeah, in Alabama. No, it's some kid now. Yeah, in the middle of. Slave country? But no, I guess you're right. Everybody has a little percent of something from yeah. somewhere. You did your 23 and me? Not yet. Why? Because I already know. I'm Asian. Oh. <laughs> Both your parents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get eyes this small with Both the white parents? parent. Yeah. Are your parents mad you're a fucking comedian? I hope not. I'm asking you. <laughs> no. No, because, I mean, you know, we always got this. I, I don't know. Is that a racist thinking? Like well, we always the got this world. theory where like Asian parents are like, nigga, you better be a doctor, mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to be a you got to be a ill nigga, scientist, make rockets. Oh, you got to be in yeah. the one. See, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do that. He did. <laughs> I heard a little Filipino coming in. No, no, my Filipinos is the niggas are Asian. <laughs> yeah, except they they're small. They're short. Yeah, my grandma's like N-words. my grandma's like four feet something. But yeah. her hair, she has like super long hair hanging <laughs> down her ankles. Yeah. Like Rapunzel. Yeah, they're not good at basketball. But shit. Mini Pacquiao. <laughs> That's a, a boxer. Yeah, but he played basketball. Really? You never seen Manny Pacquiao who? <laughs> no. He had his own league. Manny oh Pacquiao God. created his own. No, let me I ain't about to start making up lies. 
<laughs> I, I thought I was going to start making up lies. Because <laughs> I wanted to be like, man, Manny Pacquiao created his own league just so he could be the nicest nigga in that bitch. <laughs> For real, where you could be like, he's just dunking on niggas. Boom, 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 boom. Manny Pacquiao. Well, you bought Manny Pacquiao a basketball game type shit. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I could take Manny Pacquiao in basketball. Fuck no. 100. Man, pull up some Manny Pacquiao basketball clips. <laughs> Show this nigga, man, what real hooping is, man. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao got game, bro. As long as there's a ref. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. Look at him. This nigga do this all the time. Oh, no. Look, hang with I'm the word. Sorry, Manny. You tripping. Not only would he whoop your ass, he's like 50 now. Psh, he still would whoop your ass? <laughs> You think, you know, you know, the thing is that I understand about age, the older a motherfucker get, the more pain they can take. Oh. Yeah. You young niggas will tap out quick. Yeah. I get like, it. I'm a little tired. I want to take a break. Not even tired to take a break. I'm talking about the actual pain that's being, you know, administered to you. Yeah. And Manny Pacquiao, think about it. He even fought Floyd Mayweather. He even fought. You think you won't be, you think. You can do some shit to Manny Pacquiao to make him tap out to you? <laughs> well, it depends on how much he wants it. If he if he doesn't want it that much and I want it. What are it, you talking about wants it? Hans, see this is where see this this is why I try to tell you you gotta tell people you drive a business. <laughs> cause, Cause the conversation mean you have, like shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, no, my nigga. Manny Pacquiao will kill me and you both at the same time. Do you understand that? He's like five foot something. Bro, I got a crazy... One time, look. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather looks like... Bro, if you saw Floyd Mayweather in person, you'll be like, I could, I could take him. <laughs> something in your head would be like, just looking at him in person, you like, I can take this. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. But um, this is when I was on tour with G-Unit, hanging with Tony Ayo and shit. And uh, <clears throat> Floyd Mayweather always, you know, the money team, he always had these rappers around him. He had like a crew of rappers and shit. And they would always be like, you know, you know, just talking shit. You got to think, G-Unit is on tour. Floyd Mayweather is hanging around. He have his crew of rappers. So even that is just like, so every now and then Floyd Mayweather always talking shit like the money team, nigga, my niggas are better rap y'all niggas, you know. I can fucking rap, you know what I'm saying, my niggas. Uh, boom. So, but I wasn't. I was. I was Tony Yayo, homie. So I wasn't in the fucking. I can like step up and talk shit or any in the way I look. I was wearing the tightest skin, you know. Yeah. Part two, G Unit didn't want to fucking. They wanted to act like I didn't, you know. They, I probably, probably like, man, it's our stylist or something. They would never say, like, <laughs> <laughs> they would never be like, nigga, this is a nigga that rap that's hanging around us type of shit. But, so, oh, it was Trav. So, shouts out Trav, man. Trav, it was, um, I, mean, I got so many gangsters. Shouts out Trav, man. I want to say, Trav is one gangster ass nigga, man. So, Trav, so Floyd Mayweather would always try to um, just throw his rappers on um, Trav, which was, um, he was like a little homie in the NG unit and shit. And, you know, he was coming up during the time, but he didn't really, I mean, it wasn't really about music with him. He know that. 
It wasn't, you know. <laughs> but you know, so Travis doing his thing. But Floyd Mayweather would always like have his rappers, and he like sick him on them, and he'd be talking big shit like, "Nigga, I bet a hundred thousand, I bet millions." Yeah, nigga, me, nigga, Detroit, Detroit rapping. That nigga, I'm from open mics, nigga. I had so many bars in my head, nigga. I was just waiting on a situation like this, <laughs> so I'm like, uh. So they bought me, but like every city we be in, Floyd Mayweather always said it on travel with his rappers and shit because that's who they knew that was the rapper from Junior. But so I told Trav, like, look, look, my nigga, next time my nigga do some shit like that, pass that shit to me. You get what I'm saying? Right. So hey, in the hallway, I think we was in Max, this was the fire part. We was in Vegas. I feel like we was in Vegas. The fucking Vegas, whatever. We backstage in Vegas, whatever. Floyd, Floyd run that same shit again like he always do. And I swear to God, this nigga's like four foot. Like, with, with so much shit he talk, you be looking at him like, nigga, I will beat this nigga up. <laughs> like, bro, like, nigga, I will. But then it's, it's Floyd Mayweather. You're yeah. not about to do nothing to this nigga. <laughs> so then this nigga's like, um, you know, he talking this shit. This nigga rap. This nigga start buzzing his bars. I'm like, I'm just in my head. Like, in my head, I'm just like, like fireworks. Like, shh, shh, shh. So I'm telling my homie Trav, like, nigga, bro, tell that nigga bet whatever, nigga, bet, bet. Floyd talking shit. Floyd like, nigga, I got 100,000, 100,000, anybody can beat my nigga. I'm like, nigga, uh. So Trav tapped me in. But then y'all got to remember, this is me, Danny Brown. I, was cool. I had the, the long braids, whatever the fuck, tight ass skinny jeans, but I, uh, this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So then they throw me in the mix. I'm like, nigga, yeah, let's do this. And I get so, oh, I'm so ready for this situation. And uh, so Floyd Mayweather look at me in my eyes. And next to that nigga said, <laughs> he said, where you from? <laughs> nigga, I'm from Detroit. Guess what that nigga said? Oh, you ain't got nothing for me. Everything off, bitches. <laughs> Everything folded. No one wanted to talk about nothing, this and that, that and this, bro. I swear to God. It's one of the most, that was like one of the most fireish times of my life, though. Wow. Where to be proud to be from where you at. Like, I mean, you know, to be from where you from. <laughs> like, like, where did this come from? Terror. But you know, Floyd from Michigan. Yeah. So he know what's up, like, kind of shit. And it was like, bro. But it made me, it, it did make me feel bad. Too and some shit. Cause I was like, damn, this nigga's winning bet a hundred thousand dollars. Being a fact that I'm from where this nigga from, he wouldn't let me come up on that bag. Even if I beat this nigga, he'd have been like, damn, you know, I'm still giving money to somebody that's from where I'm from type shit. And I was like, damn, this nigga Floyd. Something about Floyd, he don't fuck with Michigan. Yeah. Did you know Floyd Mayweather's from Michigan? No. See. Yeah, I mean that's not not a lot of. Hoods in Michigan besides Detroit and Lansing. You are fucked up. Ypsilanti, Inkster, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, Flint. Flint is more gangster than Detroit. I mean, based on how small it is. So many hoods in Detroit. What are you talking about? Well, when you say like black I mean, people, that's not Detroit. Highland Park. Michigan. Highland Park is inside of Detroit. Gangster shit. No, Michigan. Nigga, Michigan is gangster. When I think but, Michigan, I think like the people that kidnapped the governor. The Boogaloo. The Boogaloo the gang. The Boogaloo boys. The Boogaloo gang. Yeah. Uh, that's why I stopped wearing Hawaiian shirts. One point in time, those are like my thing. <laughs> wearing Hawaiian shirts. And 
nigga, that got to be a movie one day. Do you know how ill that is? Because I used to see when they showed me like the picture of Boogaloo Boys and shit. But like, man, I used to see niggas that look like that every day. <laughs> so I'd be like, damn, them niggas would look at me and like the Kroger and be like, man, I hate that nigga. He just looks like one of your Hawaiian shirt-wearing Michigan Michiganders. All right, Hans. <laughs> you know, they was on y'all ass at one point in time too, out there in fucking uh, in the Bay. Oh yeah, I went to uh, Detroit, did the Fox Theater with you Joe Rogan. You did the Rogan. Fox Theater? Oh, yeah. see, I forgot. You I opened need... up for Joe. See, here we go. This nigga been living in this van. Now he riding on private jets. <laughs> Do you feel like you like Pretty Woman? I Asian love Pretty version Woman. Of pretty, the, the oh, Asian the comedian movie? version of Pretty Woman. <laughs> oh, are you calling me a prostitute? Oh. I mean, being in the entertainment industry is sort of like being a prostitute. <laughs> Who's my daddy? I guess Tony or Joe Rogan? Duh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hope they're you getting. Just not figure that out, <laughs> nigga. I don't really provide them much. I mean, shit. See, look, see, I was about to go somewhere that I shouldn't. I'm gonna jump into a question <laughs> for the day. Ask Danny. Hans, I love you, my dog. Thank you, Danny. I love you too. All right, only fans versus music. What's good, Danny? I've been seeing this girl who does OnlyFans. She with the shits. And we get on great. The sex is amazing. Recently, she's been asking me to feature in her content with her. Which is cool and I'm open to it. But the homies keep telling me it's a bad look because I also do music. And they feel like it could be a comeback to haunt me later in my career. A lot of her content is degrading in nature, and she essentially wants me to do stuff on camera that could be considered misogynistic or even borderline abusive. At least from the perspective of a oh, all right, all right. at least from the perspective of vanilla prudes who don't understand the consent of kink. That's where the audience is. That's the niche she caters to. Do you think Do you think participating in her OnlyFans could potentially jeopardize my music career? Love from London, Francisco. All right. Now, see, my favorite rapper is Nas. And if I saw Nas fucking a bitch before, <laughs> I don't think I would be listening. I don't think Nas would be my favorite rapper. You get what I'm saying? Now, what you're saying is she's like some degrading, kinky, like BDSM type content where I ain't never got to see a dick. You know, and if your music kind of pertains to that kind of level, like imagine like Marilyn Manson. And if we saw Marilyn Manson doing like BDSM videos, he whooping bitches, choking them out, doing crazy shit. It would like add to the mystique of the music and that would kind of work with his career. Now, if if, if you fucking making Kendrick Lamar's, we going to be all right. And then you making videos with your only fan girlfriend, <laughs> choking her out in the corner and shit. Then... Yeah, the bitch is going to 100% fuck your career up. I don't know what your music sounds like, so I can't really judge to say, you know, she might help your career or it might fuck your shit up. But what I will say, um, when it comes to like making music, if your shit that good and your shit that fire, don't nobody give a fuck. 
whatever. Nigga, nigga still listen to R. Kelly to this day. If you don't think Step in the Name of Love is not getting played at some black person reception in Alabama, then you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all on your music, man. You can do whatever the fuck you want with the music that fire, but if you saying your shit is all right, then yeah, the OnlyFans girlfriend going to fuck. Fuck it up, because you're saying it's your homeboys. All right. What do you think? I mean... Because you... I mean, you've been meeting a lot of women now. Yeah. Hanging out with Rogan on private jets and shit now. You, yeah, I've been so the bitches playing just, the field, slaying the, the puss. pulling up. Yeah. I've been having a great time sexually. Before that, before that, was it a good time sexually? No. It was a sad time. Does that make you feel different about women? Um, I just blame capitalism. I don't really blame women. So you feel like women don't even give a fuck how a motherfucker look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about that. Men are such pigs superficially, but women are like pigs financially. <laughs> or socially. I didn't say it. He did. <laughs> but I I'm mean, saying which is better? Physical slaves or but that like, makes that's why I win that's why men work so hard to be able to achieve that kind of status to work yeah you have that leisure they dangle pussy in front of us and they're like work 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 and I'm like okay yeah. uh, but yeah I mean uh, I think like it's interesting what kind of songs or what kind of music is best with OnlyFans maybe like you could change your music to be like I, an OnlyFans cancellation is about to drop so let me do some soft shit i mean the thing is that i, I think about it's like he he didn't say he was like actually doing like fucking like he not on there fucking like eating pussy or fucking like whipping his dick out or some shit he just literally saying his bitches want him be on there like doing like bdsm like kink type shit like choking her up whipper like you know doing that kind of shit that's her niche that's her fan base and she she feel more comfortable Doing that kind of content with him, and they can probably she probably can do it more often and make more money. Now the thing is about it. See, this is the thing about that. To me, bitch, you gotta break me off. So if she's just <laughs> trying to get you to be in the content for free, then nah, fuck out of here, bitch. How much? Do you but think? when the bag come through, now nah, yeah, to, it's gonna get to the point. I'm gonna be like, fuck rap. Once I start seeing only fan checks, and I'm gonna be choking this bitch up for life. That's gonna be my I'm like, you know what? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it, we always want to be something, but sometimes you're calling and finds you. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And God is willing, you know, the, the universe is willing to pay me money to choke a bitch to choke this bitch up and make videos. Uh, hey, we can do this for the rest of our life. If that speaks to you, if that's your calling, then yeah, yes. I mean, but if it's it not, it ain't about what you're calling. It's about what's paying the bills right now. It's COVID. You know what I'm saying? Kanye is going crazy on Jews. <laughs> Every time Kanye go crazy, I feel like something bad is about to happen. I got to suck your dick on camera. Kanye is going crazy. I didn't say all that. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> Kanye, every time he go crazy, it's like he knows something we don't. <laughs> he go crazy, then it's like, boom. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? I all just... Right. I mean, I don't think you should sell your body for sex. So what about you, Hans? Because cause you you almost close. You close to some shit like this Only happening fans? to you. No, having a bitch, because she going to throw the woo-wop on you. Like, uh-uh. Woo-wop. Uh, 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 hit you with the, uh, 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 Hit you with some ill shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, before you know, you like, damn. 
You know, you're gonna start <laughs> you're gonna start messing around damn. with other bitches, you know, you know, like, damn, but that one, that one bitch hit the woo-wop though. Woo wop. Then the woo-wop, but then I like hanging out with yeah. her. Then you're gonna start justifying the woo-wop for other shit. Like she kinda cool, man. She she love riding on the back of the scooter. She even <laughs> learned how to drive it herself, man. I be just giving her the keys. She be going to the gas station. You I know hold what I'm on saying? to her. She be going to get smoothies for us and shit on the Vespa. <laughs> and then you know, and then you get to the point. She like, oh, but but she do only fans though. And then she like, you know, I be doing content with other niggas and shit. But I really want to lock in with you. Then you like, oh, I love you too, bitch. I'm gonna lock in with you. I think that's really sweet. Thank you for saying yeah, that. But. If she like, fuck, just lock in, Hans, jump in some of these videos with me. Do you think like it's going to affect your comedy career? Um, I feel like if I can't, uh, you know, being vulnerable and being open and being who I am, if that's, if they don't like that, then fuck them. Um, and then maybe I'll get fans that love the, the, love the view of my ass. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if I'm fucking her and it's like an awesome like way that I fuck her and I want to record that and send that out to people then yes but if I'm like sort of like whatever about the girl then I wouldn't want that out there because I'm not fucking her that well but if I'm fucking her well then yeah I would like to commemorate that with a video <laughs> I mean I guess that was a good answer <laughs> Hans you, you're fucking smart just Thank that you. fucking uh, so uh alright hold up we gotta, get, we gotta get through these before we I don't fucking with this motherfucker. I don't fuck around and get through shit. All right, hot take: Send a thick dude is more impressive than send a thick woman on some no homo shit. Say it in Miami. I mean, man, thick men are more practical. They can do more things. No, not no. See, that's the difference. We talking about. I know what he talking about. Like when you see like the nigga, they be like ripped up, flat stomach, everything just ripped. But then this niggas, you got to Fat ass. You like, not no fat nigga with a fat ass, like a nigga that's in shape, but he got a fat. I was just watching the World Series the other day. This one nigga on Philly, like, man, this nigga got a fat ass. <laughs> like <the nigga> that, <laughs> you watch football sometimes, like, you'll be like, man, that nigga kind of got a fat. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. For the Toronto Raptors. Well, he don't play for the Raptors no more. The Heat. He played for the Heat. Kyle Lowry, he got a fat ass. We always joke on my, but no, it is more impressive for a man to have a fat ass than it is for a woman because it's more genetic for a um, woman to have an ass. But when we see a man with a fat ass and he like super in shape and shit, <laughs> that nigga worked on that nigga just did squats. He just went too crazy doing squats. Look, Kyrie Irving, look at that, cheeked up, cheeked up on a Tuesday. <laughs> 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 Why Kyrie Irving cheeked up, man? I mean, Kyrie Irving, goddamn. My mind's on Kyrie Irving because all the shit he's going through. But fucking, flat Earth, more like. No, he he already he 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 went back on the flat Earth shit. Yeah, that's why. That's I think he that's looked at his ass and he was like, "If my ass is round, then the Earth must see, be." See, Kyrie round. Irving would be mad at us right now. Why you talking about another black man ass like that, my brother? Why like he had come in this bitch to hit us with that walking stick he got? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, a man with a big ass can jump higher and do a lot more things. At some point, it's like, is this practical? It's like extra weight. This can't be, like, super useful. Hans Kim, you one of them motherfucking um, secret talent motherfuckers. What else your ass know how to do? Because you ain't um, about to just start just, like, whipping out new shit that we're going to be hanging out and shit. You got to let me know what you know how to do first. <laughs> but you know how to do some, like, martial arts and shit? 
Uh, I know jujitsu for two years. Two, two years, years ain't enough. That ain't enough. Okay. Nigga, bite you. <laughs> nigga, bite you out of that show. Two years ain't enough. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. I bite a fucking I don't know how of... to deal in a panic situation. Um, but yeah, if it's a sterilized mat and everything, everyone's wearing a gi, then I can uh, do mediocre. Um, I know how to um, navigate <laughs> New York. New York? You lived in New York? Yeah, three Where years. At? Where? Long Island City. That's not fucking New York. That is Queens. Oh, I thought you meant, so I thought you said Long Island. I didn't know Long, but Queens is a lot of. I mean, it's right it's, by it's Manhattan. New it's New York. Oh, okay, okay. See, I don't, see, see, now you fucked me up. I know. It's just, I don't. I, I, when I heard Long Island, I'm just like, Long Island, that's not <laughs> fucking New York. That's where the race But it is New York. It still is New York. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't live in Long Island. I, I used to live in uh, Queens, right by the Creek in the Cave, which is right by the Manhattan. It's one stop away. Oh, it's the away. Creek in the Cave in New York? It used to be, and then oh. it closed, and then oh, moved sure. here. You loved New York, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, New York is the shit, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was just there not too long ago, and I will say, New York with weed is like... <laughs> it's it's a, a million times much of a better place. It was nothing like... Yeah, everyone's sort of relaxed. Everyone took Dog, a deep breath. Everything about it, like New York with weed is just... It's, it might be... Once once we make it... Because I, I, I still feel like we haven't made it out this fog of COVID and fucking war and bullshit like once is everything just get back right hopefully i'm alive to see this shit do you get what i'm saying like the end of covid no not the fucking end of covid we don't care about covid no more we just you know it, yeah. it is what it is but i'm just saying like i'm talking about like we just you know we don't have that panic of us no more yeah the weed weed paranoia just be like it's cool do it just don't blow it in kids faces i'm just saying like i just still feel like it's still we feel like any given moment, shit could be shut back down. <laughs> Something in us. Like, we still haven't got over that shit. Like, any given moment, we like, man, yeah. shit could be shut back We're down. traumatized. Well, maybe I just feel like that. All right. Should I care about my style? Sup, Danny? I was listening to your show, and you tend to mention things being old or not stylish. What I'm getting at is, should I care I literally look like a new metal fan straight out of 1999 Big J vibes. And now that I'm inching closer to my 40s, I look, I, I like less things. All my favorite rapping rap music is the late 80s, early 2000s. Last crop of rappers I got into was you, Bruises. Nigga, I already got through. I ain't get this. Nigga, you never cared in the first place. Like, why would it matter now? Like, you know what I'm saying? So for the most part, it's like, no, man, at your age, man, just wear what is comfortable to you and what you, um, you know, and, and and what feels good to you the reason why i'm like that that's just the way that's just a part of that's a hobby for me it's still a it's just a part of my life like what do you think, are, think are you, were you ever like a fashion i don't think you ever cared about clothes and shit like that because nigga i still got them shoes you gave me <laughs> i still got those shoes where did you get those shoes from amazon.com <laughs> <laughs> brown dress shoes what so what did you so you went on Amazon what did you search for those? Uh dress shoes. And you looked and you was like, these shit's fire. Yeah, they're How professional. Like 30, 40 bucks. But you was in living in a van then? No, I was in a house then oh. by then. It's just like it looks good. I miss those shoes. They were nice. I threw them away. <laughs> I, like, I ain't about to have these bitches sitting in my closet. They were just 
I mean, you know, I got my shit when I clean my closet up, my shoes, all shit. Then he just, them bitches was sticking out like a sore thumb. I'm like, hey, <laughs> throw them bitches away. But I am, now I am. Um, uh, well, I've been buying, I've been buying shoes, which I always be like, man, I don't want to buy no more shoes. I don't want to buy no more shoes. And fucking, I see a pair of shoes and I'm like, Ugh. I'm not going to get, and then I'd be looking at them and be like, days and days. And I'm like, ah. And I just, some type of way, like a crack addict, I just justify to myself why I need this pair of shoes. <laughs> why it's not going to be a big deal. Like, eh, that's what I I'm not gonna lie. I looked at my collection of shoes that I have, and I'm not mad at it. That's good. Before, where I was like, um, because I would buy so much shit, I would just have tons of shit everywhere, and, and you're looking like, Ugh, I'm not. Everything I, I I see, I will wear. Personally, I will wear. So you I like think your that's style. all about your closet. That's that's what your closet. You should fucking um, because I give everything away when I know it's like like no. I, I stack, <laughs> you I'm gave not. me your Balenciagas. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, because I mean I couldn't really do too much with those. They're the best but shoes I have. Compared to those fucking thirty-four dollars, <laughs> but did it fuck you up? Are you going to buy thousand-dollar shoes now? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I got some Jordans for hundred twenty. Some Mexican Jordans. <laughs> it was at Foot Locker. Yeah, Mexican Jordans. <laughs> Who buying? You don't. All right, escorts. Hey, Danny. Out of curiosity, I recently begun browsing escort websites. Oh, it's down bad. <laughs> I've been contemplating where I want to go through with procuring the services of one of these lovely women. Depends on what state you're in because it's illegal in a lot of places in America. The thing is, I'm a cute-ass motherfucker. That's, I get it. The point of uh, getting escorts is paying them to leave. It's not paying them to come. You know what I'm saying? I always get bitches. But you can't tell them when to leave. Okay. I can get pussy the old-fashioned way if I had to. Yes. we. Yeah, I get it. But I'm kind of depressed and lack of motivation lately. Some of the listings show some bad bitch with affordable rates. Do you have any <laughs> advice? Am I opening Pandora box where that changed my life up? Or is that not a big deal? Holla at your boy, Mike from D.C. Like I said, if it's illegal in the state that you live in, then I can't really, you know, can't really say shit about that. But I will say, for the most part, you know, um, only thing that creeps me out about that shit now is just how much, you know, once you get into Texas, man, and you see the way that phone go off with these Amber Alerts, man, Sex trafficking is like real out here, man. Like, so that shit kind of creep me out. You don't really know that this bitch really doing this because she on her grind, or is this bitch kidnapped and some nigga got? You know what I'm saying? So the whole sex trafficking shit was creep me out about um fucking with escorts or, or ladies of the night, if some might call them. But now nah, if she an old school, over 30, 40 year old, you know what I'm saying? Old bitch. Then, but I don't know if you really want that. I don't know if that's your thing, but I don't want that either, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, that's that. Man, man I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I will say, um, yeah, it is opened up Pandora's box because, um, you don't pay them to come, you pay them to leave. And I think it, it kind of, if you got the money to pay for it, it, it don't buy it. Like Lil Wayne said, it ain't tricking if you got it. Yeah, that, that's the thing. But if you ain't really got it and you're spending your last couple on a, you know, then, yeah, that's not a good thing. Because that's, <laughs> that's an addiction just like everything else at that point. I've had homies. Like, you know, in Detroit, that's a thing. That's a thing. Like, prostitution was so crazy, it, it became a slang where niggas were saying, what you going to do for this 40 ball? That's all you needed. $40. Wow. Because it was so much comedy. A bitch would suck your dick for $40. <laughs> I mean, she sucked four dicks that day for the 40. <laughs> 10 bucks. 
Between your that homies. ain't ten bucks. That's forty dollars. Forty dollars for one nigga. Oh shit. Forty ball. That's not. A I lot. mean, if I, I mean, if you sucking for forty, some of these bitches got that that super whooper. <laughs> nigga, hit you, knock a nigga down in five minutes. What? She be like, man, that was easy. From forty dollars away. Like she made more. Like, come on, tender dicks. Got to think about old niggas. All type of motherfuckers just horned up. Yeah, like real, <laughs> real niggas with money and like legit, like 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 have normal thoughts in their head, would tell them like forty dollars is kind of too cheap to get my dick sucked. Like something yeah. in them would be like, Ugh, I'm not gonna do this. It's like buying a McDonald's cheeseburger. You might get sick. <laughs> All right, no, I think that's it. That's it. Oh, that might be it. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh, we're jumping to some white people shit. White people shit. Hans, man, you're a funny motherfucker, man. I swear to God, man. <laughs> Thank you. All right, all right, white people shit. I know your ass been since you've been here. You've been experiencing some motherfucking white people shit. Yeah. You've been hanging out doing bonfires going to the <laughs> You've been going, did, did, did you do some tubing? Yeah. You went tubing? Yeah, with my... I like that shit. Yeah, it's fun. Wee. I mean, would you get drunk as fuck? Yeah. But tubing, tubing and shit. I fuck with tubing. Yeah, it's like danger and also... Is like, it danger? What's danger involved? Water is dangerous. I mean, it's water is not like... We're not like... Are you tubing in like a lake, ocean type of... Like uh, a river? No, mine's like a... It's like a path, like a... Like you got on the tube and it took you around this whole yeah. situation. Yeah, it's like a lazy river. Yeah, lazy river. Yeah. That shit. I liked it. But yeah. I will say them rocks. I ain't know the rocks was like that, though. <laughs> yeah. I fucked my ass up. Oh, no. Yeah, they should take them out. They should pave it all over. That's how Asians think. <laughs> they can just fix everything, man. And you go, all right. It's not supposed to be like that. White people like the bumps in the ass. All right, anyway. <laughs> white people shit. We don't need the white people shit. Sometimes when I'm at a bar, someone will play the song, Take Me Home, Country Road by John Denver. I don't know that song. You know that song, Andy? Take me home. There you go. He knows it. Country roads, mm-hmm. West Virginia. God damn it! See, that's why they 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 rationalize you. <laughs> I'm one of the whites in the race yeah, wars. They got you, man. They fucking got Don't your ass, me. man. Ain't no way you' supposed to know that song, man. <laughs> How you know that shit? Uh, it's it's been around. John Denver. I don't know that shit. I'm just saying. I'm like a music fan. But I'm not like into like, is John Denver like a country music? Yeah. Uh, okay. Every time what I would fail, the white people in the bar would get out their seats and sing the song together. There's nothing racist in the song, but you can feel a lot of white pride in the air. <laughs> Have you seen this? What you think? Like I said, I don't know what song you're talking about. Um, but I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. I, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, having music to make a motherfucker feel good about themselves and shit. It's not necessarily mean like, you know, take me home country road. I mean, I get it. Motherfuckers make, it's some nigga songs too. I mean, it's some shit. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't know. It's nothing with music, man. It's one thing I'm a, um, it ain't like this. They playing them fucking I'm an Alabama nigga and I want to be free. <laughs> ain't playing no shit like that. All right. White people shit. What? But you knew the song though. Yeah. It's a good song. A lot of people in uh, like African refugees in Africa listen to country songs because it reminds no, them of home. No, I will say since being in Texas, every now and then you hop in an Uber. You know what I'm saying? Coming back home from Kill Tony, <laughs> drunk, 
sitting in the back of the Uber, they got some country shit on. You just listening to it, and you're like, man, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> All right. White people shit. I nominate raisins. Now, raisins. All right. And I have friends that go to Jim and Jam every year, and a homie does some shit they call Dunkaroo, which is some combination of shotgun and a beer, taking the bomb rip, dunking your head in the ice water, getting slapped in the face, and doing a bump of K or some other powder. Tell me that's not some white ass shit. All right. Now, the Dunkaroo is definitely um, at 40 years old, I'm going to die. I can't do the Dunkaroo. But, um, oh yeah, I told y'all shout out Jim and Jam. Jim and Jam, been, I, I seen y'all hit me up. We just got to get the number together. You get what I'm saying? But I'm definitely down to come through and headline Jim and Jam. I bring I bring the fire to all the toe ring bitches at that motherfucker. I swear to God. Book me for Jim and Jam, man. Danny Brown, headlining. We're going to bring some, um, we're going to bring culture. We're going to bring awareness to the gym culture, man. Um, but raisins, man. You eat raisins? No. And nothing? I used to mix them with nuts and eat I used that. to eat raisins with my mom when we was like broke in the hood and we got them, we'd be on welfare. And it was this place called Focus Hope where you can go and like they give you like, you know, when you get the um, the can of beef with a cow on it and then it'd be like, but it don't say beef, it just be a cow in the can. <laughs> and you open it up, it's just some minced up meat. You don't know what it is. Then they got the powdered eggs and the evaporated milk, you know, shit like that. And then, you know, they give you raisins. That was a snack. They trying to give the hood nourishment, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> nutrients and shit like that. So I would eat the raisins in the Focus Hope situation. But one time, why I don't eat raisins no more, they gave us prunes. And as a kid, I mean, you know, you just dumb. You're like, oh, these gamers gave us the big raisins this time. <laughs> <laughs> so we all ate the prunes and shit. And the prunes, you know, y'all know what prunes do. So I don't really eat raisins no more. So you're about to see raisins and shit. But the California raisins, I, I still do love them niggas. The California raisins was fire. Is that a band? Yeah, the California raisins, they was like a the version. They were like, California raisins was hot at one point in time in the streets. They was, um... There were raisins that were singing old Motown songs. I was actually a California raisin for Halloween one year. <laughs> yeah, it was fire. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't make this up. California rap. Yeah, see? Damn, them niggas look racist now. Oh, no. This shit look bad. But yeah, there was raisins that were singing um, old Motown songs and shit. And they actually, they, they were being like, I don't even know who came with, how did they get this shit going, but they would be like sponsored by like different shit. Like niggas, they looked like the California Raisins is like an actual music group. <laughs> the niggas would be like doing commercials for all different type of niggas. Like it wasn't like they just was like one, you know what I'm saying? Like how they yeah. got, how they got Fayette Progressive or some shit like that. No, this is just like. Oh. This is just claymation. They can sponsor anyone. No, not just like a nigga with some arms. <laughs> I don't like these yeah. niggas now, nah, man. That's fucked up. This shit look racist now, nah, man. This nigga shit. <laughs> but they, they're a unique color. I mean, uh, you know, they're like the gorillas for the seventies. It's like the gorillas are like a digital band. I feel like you fucking just disrespect the fucking Damon and gorillas and not like, like like dog, you were wrong, man. Why are you doing this, man? <laughs> 
Well, they're not like real people. They're like cartoons. Yeah, but the gorillas are real people that make the fucking music. These niggas just was doing cover songs. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, Hans. Gorillas did originals. I Look, respect man. them. So what's up with you, man? Are you are you gonna um not this point? You know, you blowing up and shit. The bitches is going. You lit. You traveling the world, hanging with the homies. Whoop, whoop. You gonna settle down? Are, are you about to just be a pimp and just like fuck these bitches? We're not a pimp. Um, cause you ain't making no money from the bitches. But I'm just saying, you about to be like, <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Hmm? Yeah, I would love to uh, employ some women and make them do OnlyFans for me and take like a percentage. But that's... no, you actually Asian, <laughs> so you can no, actually make my idea come to fruition of what I want. My whole idea is that I want to create a a, a slew of uh, like um, AI yeah. generated bitches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like real yeah. like. Like how the Kendrick video was. What, you know what I'm saying? Like the voices or the f- body? And the, the bodies. Yeah. We could just create fake bitches <laughs> and make OnlyFans for them that people think they real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like deep, deep fakes. Yeah, we could uh, Just find random bitches like in other countries, <laughs> but deep fake them bitches. And make them and Make OnlyFans accounts for them. Yeah. And just make them be doing all type of make crazy. Make them say what we want them to say. Not even say, just do. Dude. We don't got to talk. Yeah. But I feel like it's a lot harder to be a woman than everyone thinks it is. Like, everyone's like, oh, if I was a woman, I'd just go up to the hottest guy and be like, blah, blah, blah. But in actuality, you're like dealing with a lot of factors and try not to get murdered and all that. But I mean, I think a woman would be a better woman than I could be. But maybe that's just because I'm a feminist cuck. Obviously. Ugh. All right, let's spin the motherfucking wheel. <laughs> we got to get this nigga up out of here. <laughs> I think he started. What the fuck is wrong with you right now, man? I'm sorry. The Rock. Were you ever a wrestling fan? No, not really. You never a wrestling fan? Uh-uh. Never into like any watched any like combat. How did you end up riding a Vespa? <laughs> it's just practical no i'm saying you obviously didn't start since you've been in austin i did it a little bit in chattanooga and and chat you live in tennessee in, in yeah damn who's all the places you live atlanta new york seattle and now here oh you why you ain't sticking to seattle i feel like that's like asian <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like too small and too in the corner, and nobody as far as remembers comedy, us. As far as yeah, like doing comedy or anything really. Like the Seattle Mariners, no one gives us any love, or the Seahawks. Everyone forgets about us. I like it up there. I love it. I mean, it's fun. It's like this own little shit. I mean, now ever since you know everything went crazy and shit, so now it's totally different. Like I know, I remember Seattle and Portland, that whole Northwest area before all the crazy shit happened. And going there after, shit is a lot different, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I always loved the Northwest. Maybe me being from Michigan, and I just think North. Yeah. Something about North. Like, the weather, like, a lot of people, like, it rains so much and, and all that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. it didn't really bother me like that. Like, Detroit yeah. is always fucking brown. Like, I can always <laughs> just explain, like, what color. Like, like being out here, we so much sun and everything always fucking, you know? But, like, being in Michigan is, like, brown. Like, London, brown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, but Seattle is like, it rain a lot, but it's green. 
Yeah, it's you green. Know? It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I love it up there, man. Yeah, you can't see as much, but what you can see is green because there's not as much sunshine. Damn, man. So, but but why? Why was so many? I mean, just like living there, with, like parents moving type. Yeah, stuff? my parents. I was seven when I moved there, so oh, I had so no that doesn't even count. <laughs> yeah. How long y'all was there? Uh, for like twenty years. What the fuck? <laughs> so you lived there most of your life. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah. So then, so you was moving um, other places for comedy. Yeah, New York and here. Atlanta. Atlanta. I used to be go to college there, Georgia Tech. Oh, you went to Georgia Tech. Yeah. What was your uh, major? What... Mechanical engineering. Damn. So you that's what you really thought. Yeah, I was like, let me try to get a normal job and be a normal person. But then I found out that sucks. So I was like, fuck that. Let me just live my life as an artist or as a vagabond a artist a comedic comedic <laughs> artist <laughs> okay, i'm sorry man but you know what i mean but what made you be like so when did you start comedy where was that 24 what, i'm saying what city seattle oh okay i uh, went back after i failed in college after at the atlanta yeah so you always wanted to do comedy after high school going to college and all that shit why you didn't do comedy in atlanta atlanta Got some of the... That's a nigga shit. <laughs> he was scared of that crap. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. Some of my favorite um, comedy clubs I've been to, I can't even name them what they've been. Sometimes they'd be like some random shit in Atlanta. You just go there, niggas are smoking weed and shit. You It's nigga, it's who that shit, man. Like, but Atlanta does have a comedy scene where you can just be a nigga out there killing shit. You don't never even gotta leave Atlanta. Like You can be like, uh, I'm just getting money right here. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So they do have a whole different... Because it's like comedy, like... Nice damn every other night out there, I feel like. Yeah, they got to It's always like baller shit, though. Like, they just want you to buy a table, get some bottles. <laughs> food. I ain't even about the comedy as far as the motherfuckers that's going there. Like, you know, you go to most comedy events and shit, it's like, it's all about the comedy, and they just, you know, but no, not in Atlanta, it's like a whole big deal, and the comedy is just like secondary. Yeah. I don't think the comedians know that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they know what they signed up for. Yeah. All right, we'll spit one more wheel. We'll get up out this motherfucker, man. Thank you, Hans, for coming, too, man. Thank you. Let you know you you're a funny motherfucker, man. Just don't don't let these bitches take you out, man. I feel like you're gonna meet some bitches gonna put the woo wop on you. I wish. Shoplift. You look like you done stole some shit before. Yeah, I was arrested for shoplifting in Atlanta. So that's the one thing you got. That's my criminal record. Was it a misdemeanor? Uh yes. What did you try to steal? Just a bunch of knickknacks from Target. Knickknacks? You was broke living in the van? <laughs> yeah. I was a broke college student, and I didn't want to ask my parents for money. So I was just like, let me just steal bowls and pots and pans and shit. And then they, I had stolen from their that Target before, so they were like, were watching me. And then they were like, come on with us. We were watching you the whole time. You want some real shit? I never really shoplift. I never stole from... I, I'm going to tell you, like, the most I ever stole, like, being a kid. Okay, if you want to count that. I remember we was a little kid. Um, I'm going to say, like, definitely elementary school. And now, you know, now and later, the candy, now and later. Now and later, but where I'm from, we could just call them now and later. So now and later had, like, a promo, and they had, like, a big-ass fucking bin. And it just had tons of now and later filled in. And you're supposed to grab them and take them to the counter. But they was, like right to on your way of walking out the door so you can literally like pay for your shit walk out the store grab some now laters and keep it moving you get what i'm saying that's the only time i literally have to stole only other time and that's shoplifting now i've have i've stole from other drug dealers <laughs> does that count like you get what i'm saying 
That's just trickle down economics. But uh, that's not considered shoplifting. So yeah, I stole. If you want to say me stealing, if I ever stole something, yeah, I stole from drug dealers. But uh, <laughs> not from like actual. And and people have actually like I've been like um profiled, like followed around the stores or like we're all that kind of shit. And but I've I've never. That's one thing I don't fuck with. Like stealing out of stores. Like just I don't know. And you know why? I probably got PTSD. I remember one time, man, I just got out of jail. And I was just starting to, like, build up, like, my studio equipment and this and that. And, you know, and but I wanted to make, um, this is way before, like, we was using, like, um, you was able to, like, they didn't even have USBs on fucking um, drum machines and shit like that. You couldn't even hook it up to the computer or whatever. So the only way you can make beat tapes and shit like that was having a fucking CD, a CD burner and this and that. So I can have these beats, but after my fucking... Um, my card get filled up. My memory card get filled up, you know. I have to delete this card. Make it, and memory cards are expensive, whatever. So the best thing to do was to dump them on a fucking CD, you know. Get a CD burner. And I told my homie this. This nigga one day, like, all right, man, Circuit City. This nigga like, man, let's go to Circuit City. We go to Circuit City. He just pull up in front of Circuit City. He hop out. Run in Circuit City. I'm thinking he about to go cop the CD <laughs> burner for me. This nigga runs out full speed with the CD burner. Throws it in the back seat. He just pulls off. So yeah, shouts out my nigga, man. You weren't even the getaway driver. You're the getaway no, passenger, the, bro. He just got out of jail not too long ago. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But all right, man. We about to get up out this motherfucker. Shouts out, Hans. Thank you guys. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Hans, for coming to fucking with your boy. Hey yo. So yeah. So we about this motherfucker. Like I say, man. Y'all can always hit us up at motherfucking Danny at the Danny Brown Show dot com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show dot com. Send your motherfucking white people shit, your questions. You know what I'm saying? You got questions. I got answers. All that kind of crazy shit. Also, we got the voicemail running at five one. Two five two two nine two five six. That's five one two five two two nine two five six. Hit me up, man. Holla at your boy. We up out this motherfucker, man. Danny Brown show. Why I made studios. Love y'all, motherfuckers. Peace. <laughs>